0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast. That brings you just one seminal page of Talmud each day. And on today's pages, Bava Kamma 108 and 109, we come across a really interesting discussion that has to do with a subject very close to my own heart, people who chose to be Jewish. Converts, have a listen. Rabbi Yochanan explains as it is taught in a Baraita, that the verse states with regard to one who steals from one who then died. But if the man has no kinsman to whom restitution may be made for the guilt, the restitution for guilt that is made shall be the Lord's, even the priest's. Numbers 5.8. The Baraita asks, but is there any Jewish person who has no kinsman? Since every Jew descends from Jacob, our forefather, all Jews have relatives to inherit from them. Rather, It must be that the verse is speaking of robbery of a convert who never married or had children as a Jew and in any case is no longer legally related to his Gentile family. He has no heirs. In this situation, the Torah instructs one who robbed from a now deceased convert to return the stolen item to a priest. Now forget for a second the kind of harsh ruling of, you know, a person who converted no longer has any Gentile family members left. And focus on this beautiful teaching, the idea that every Jew, by dint of being descended from Jacob, our forefather, has relatives. We're all one big mishpocha, one big family. But what to do if someone chose to join the tribe? This is a complicated situation that contains multitudes and really only one man, and one man alone, could unpack all this. Our friend, our teacher, the one, the only, Rabbi David Beshevkin, how are you, my friend?
1: Liel, what an absolute privilege and pleasure, and I knew that there would be aspects of this ruling that may grate on some, particularly those who have chosen the Jewish faith. What does it mean that you are not legally related to the Gentile family? This is a ruling specifically related to the laws of inheritance. Now, obviously, the biological connections stay in force, but I think this passage actually relates to one of the most moving principles in the the entire Talmud that I would like to discuss, and that is a principle that I'll say it in Hebrew, of course I'll translate, which the Talmud says many, many times that ger Shenizgayer, kikatan shenola dummy, somebody who converts and chooses the Jewish faith is like a baby reborn, is literally like you have transformed your very halachic, your identity in Jewish law, that you are a newborn child and beginning what I believe William James called a a second life. You are beginning a life anew transformed with a blank slate open to the world. And there is a question that many have wondered, where on earth does the Talmud get this principle that somebody who converts to Judaism goes through this process of transformation of their very identity where so many of their legal obligations that they may have had prior to that decision fall by the wayside and that once they enter the faith of Judaism, they are literally reborn like a child. The Talmud never tells us where this principle is from. There is a famed commentator on the Talmud named the Hassam Sofer, Rabbi Moshe Sofer, one of the greatest commentaries, very creative, and he in fact asked this question, where on earth did the Talmud unearth this principle that somebody who chooses Judaism is literally reborn in this way in all of their legal obligations and in their very status and transformation of their identity? And he scoured the entire Talmud, nowhere does it give this explanation, and he actually suggests that maybe this principle derives from this very passage in front of us where we see for the laws of inheritance... Somebody who converts to Judaism can be considered as if they have no relatives, at least in regards to the laws of inheritance. That we see that they've almost begun a new life. They have transformed their very identity by taking upon and joining their chosen family, namely the Jewish people. And what I think you find from this is something so moving, which is number one, the capacity for change. That Judaism itself, the ultimate act of repentance— the ultimate act of transformation is the act of conversion where you literally embrace not just faith but family and you embrace the Jewish people and say I stand with you and that literally allows you to transform your very identity and I think there's something else that emerges from this, it's a term that I've learned from many of my friends that I find so moving that's become more in vogue in contemporary circles but I think it is a Talmudic idea and that is the notion of a chosen family there are many people who because of their identity or because of other struggles in their lives their relationships with their biological family have either frayed eroded altogether or maybe they're just strained or maybe they don't understand aspects of of your own life and therefore you go and find a chosen family maybe friends who you have and say I'm going to treat you as if you are family to have that support to have that encouragement that I may ...may not be able to find in my actual biological family. And I think the template for this very idea is the act of conversion itself where when somebody converts and they almost re-begin their identity and begin this second life of a Jew in the world because of their choices the Jewish people become your chosen family the Jewish people become the family that maybe biologically that is not who you are but in terms of who you are choosing to be with who is the historic group of people who you have now transformed and reconstructed your identity the chosen family For converts are the Jewish people themselves. And the act of conversion itself can be seen as joining and becoming together, becoming one with the chosen family of the Jewish people. Amen.
0: Rabbi David Beshevkin, what a beautiful way to start the week. Thank you so much for being our guest.
1: My absolute pleasure.